Live from the foothills of the Blue Ridge Mountains, welcome to the Eggman Radio Addiction. And now stepping up to the microphone, the living radio legend, the Eggman, Ron James. On the Mexican radio. Right? Remember that song? I wish I was in. I think I opened another show with this stupid song. I think I started singing that like a dummy. I'm on the Mexican radio. First verse is, uh, what is it? I wish I was in Tijuana, eating barbecued iguana. Sorry about that, lizard, Izzy, whatever we call him now, Cheeto. My, see, I find out that my lizard is a, a boy a couple of weeks ago, so um, now the uh, the name situation has become an issue. Um, great pet, though. I got to tell you, this is a, a pretty cool lizard, uh, pretty mellow. I just got, uh, let's see, Wednesday. The reason no shows all this week, I have just uh, received uh, on Wednesday a left femoral ablation radiofrequency nerve burn. And, uh, yes, that was Wednesday. So here it is a couple of days later. And, man, some of the greatest people in uh, the medical here in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, for you people listening around the planet, is um, very good. Uh, these people are top-notch. I want to give full credit to the uh, Brookstown Pain Clinic in uh, Winston-Salem, North Carolina, all the girls and nurses there. Super, unbelievably sweet, nice, professional, kick-ass team of people that do these procedures all day long. And um, absolutely kick-ass. And I like it when you reach your hands down my pants. No, I'm just I had to I had to say something disgusting and ruin the whole thing. Here I am giving these people a nice compliment. Sorry, girls. But anyways, so uh, get ready for a windy day, right? Well, according to what I'm seeing out there, I don't see too much wind. Okay, I got the door open to the studio just a few minutes ago. And uh, now it's chilly out there. It's still a little cold. The winds are supposed to pick up. The rain is supposed to increase a little bit. And the skies are going to be partly cloudy all weekend. Tomorrow morning, Saturday, here in the triad of North Carolina, the Piedmont triad for you people around the planet. I know. It's like, you look it up. And it's probably, I wonder, too, why people even want to hear it. But they do. I get emails all the time from people around the world that want to hear about the weather here. It's like, you plan on coming here or something? So skies are going to be partly cloudy all weekend. Saturday is going to be the chilliest day tomorrow. And the highs are only going to make it into the mid-50s tomorrow here. By Sunday, though, we're going to be warming back up to 60s. It'll be bikini beach weather, open shoe weather again. I'm going to wear my bikini Sunday. No, wouldn't be a good idea. It's a sight you don't want to see. Warm, dry weather greets us for the beginning of the next week. Sounds nice. It's warming up, man. This winter is gone. Thank fucking God. I'm sick of this. We've had too much cold weather and too much fucking snow this uh, last couple of years here. Uh, being a Florida boy, they can keep the snow. For those uh, weeks that it snows, if I could afford it, I would be on the beach in Pompano Beach, Florida, with my toes in the sand and a drink in my hand and a girl on my face. No, I was just kidding. Jesus Christ. Okay. Uh, da -da -da -da. Was I going to do some more weather? Nah, fuck the weather. That's enough of that. Here we go. Let's start off with uh, okay, okay, okay. the Russian invasion of Ukraine reveals reveals desensitized desensitized 
desensitized nation, the United States. We've become desensitized to violence, war. We see so much of it now that it's just like nobody cares. You know, it's like last night, all this week on TV, in fact, right now I'm looking at on Drudge Report, the um, Russian invasion massacre of these people that were at a bus station, okay, just simply at a bus station, and they were waiting with their stuff to get out. They were running to get away from the bombing, and the Russians bombed them and just killed them all right there in the street, and they're just laying there in the street, all their all their suitcases and everything are laying there in the blood from each individual person just pouring out of the bodies. And you know what? We blow it off now because we see so much of it. Now we're like, ah, you know what? Let's get high. Let's, let's have a drink. Let's just, we don't care about that shit. You know, it's like, and, and that's what happens when you get, when you're, when you're a victimized, when you're, say you're exposed to a toxic relationship, when you get so much of it, you just become desensitized to it. You're just like, you know, I'm used to it now. Go ahead. Go ahead, mom. <laughs> Talk to me that way. You know, and kids become totally desensitized. So I don't know. And uh, do I even want to cover that? It's so depressing. I, I'm looking at these pictures and I, I just, it's like, um, and we're going to also talk about the electric car market. And uh, it's heating up, man. The electric car market. What's going to happen? Is it, is it really viable? You know, I, and I, a lot of that's going to be my personal opinion, and I'll skim the article, of course, and make sure that it's not uh, feeding you a bunch of left-wing bullshit. Do, do, do. But, yeah, I didn't do a show, man. And, oh, uh, the update on the uh, procedure. I'm okay. You know, it's like, but I, I know what's supposed to happen. I'm supposed to not really get um, any real relief for, you know, a week or so because it takes time. It was explained to me by the nurse that uh, called in the morning so nicely to ask and see how I was doing yesterday. And that's just, I mean, it's her procedure. I didn't get any special treatment. They always do that. And, um, but anyways, she gave me some really good information. You know, they've done this thing so many times, these uh, radio frequency burn nerve block uh, things. And um, it's kind of a preliminary to probably getting my hip replaced for sure. But I mean, it's, it's, I would be in denial if I said that I didn't have to have my hip replaced. Although you always want to deny something that's what they call surgery or minor surgery or whatever. And it's only minor surgery, right? If it's on you or, you know, if it's on somebody else, I mean, <laughs> I screwed that up. Jesus Christ. What are you going to do? All right. So, uh, yes, desensitization. If you really think about it, students in this generation, this day, is consumed with schoolwork and spending time on our uh, phones. But while uh, scrolling through social media, I find myself scrolling past the news and details of the ongoing war in Ukraine. And uh, like I said, totally desensitized. So we'll be back. Eggman Radio Addiction. Don't touch it. Forbes magazine selected Corona Cigar Company as the best of the web. And Cigar Aficionado magazine described Corona Cigar Company as the largest best stock cigar shops in America. Here's the founder of Corona Cigar Company, Jeff Borsowitz. We created Corona Cigar Company's retail stores and cigar bars so you and your friends could relax and enjoy the ultimate cigar experience. And we've created our website so you can shop online as well. 
It's easy to remember, coronacigar.com. We feature thousands of name brand cigars and accessories at discount prices. Check out our exclusive line of cigars, including Avo Lounge, CAOS Caparate, Cielo, Florida Cielo, Cost Cutter Bundles, Ranchero, and Corona Nicaraguan Cigars, just to name a few. And your satisfaction is guaranteed or your money back. Be sure and join our email list for the latest cigar deals and event info. It's the best spam on the web. So save time and money and visit coronacigar.com. Welcome back. Welcome back, Eggman Radio Addiction Program. It is, uh, I mean, I didn't even give the date or anything. I don't think. Day, Friday, April, uh, what is it, the 8th? You lose track of time, man. You're home a lot? Shut up! God damn, can't even do a radio show without uh, background noise, man. I miss the day when it used to be important. Back in the day, radio people were important, dude. If you went into a radio studio, man, it was like going into a church. It was silent. Because there was a guy on the air behind the glass booth, and it was important. I mean, you know, you wouldn't ever think of distracting the guy in the booth. You wouldn't ever think of opening the door, for God's sakes. See, I kept that all the way through my radio career. That door is shut to the control room slash room where that mic is hot. Stay the fuck out. Simple as that. Why not? That's the whole point. And it's not so much the noise in the background. It's the um, breaking of the concentration. You can hear it in a guy on the radio if he's not focused on you, the listener. That's today's lesson in broadcast radio, talk radio. <laughs> oh, so yeah, the desensitization, the desensitization, that's a hard word to say, desensitization, desensitization. Desensitization. Oh, Jesus Christ. And um, our generation is rooted in the violence that we have witnessed from a distance since childhood. This goes back to watching the events of 9-11. I mean, that's, if your childhood only goes back to 9-11, you're not that old. Well, I guess so now. Unfold on uh, television, followed by years of, uh, so it started at 9-11 with this uh, generation that they're talking about, whoever you are, and the violent crime and mass shootings that occur in our own country has become a difficult task to find true empathy with the new violent events that happen. And a lot of it's a lot of you people are involved in the violence or you know somebody that's involved in it, you know, and it's like it's uh, it's 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 just weird, man. Just weird. We become this violent. I mean, I don't think that the young kids today even know how peaceful it was when when my generation was kids. The difference in like just the general and I don't know if it's just. Was there all that stuff going on then? And it just didn't have the, the mass news speed, you know, that things were dished out to you? Because, you know, back in the day when I was a kid, you only had three, four networks on TV. They were all national. And then you had your little half-hour local news spot. That didn't even go to an hour until probably the, you know, 70s before any news station started. Late 70s, so they started doing like a full hour of local expose news. 
So the desensitization, desensitization, desensitized, desensitizing. <laughs> God damn. Should check your topic before you do a radio show that it doesn't have a word in it that you can't say without spitting all of your dental work out. And uh, you saw these memes today, these kids, you know, these violent memes, you know, it's like you almost, you can see a lot through the artwork of children, you know, the uh, th types of things that a lot of kids draw these days, man, these violent, dark, <laughs> started, my own daughter, I mean, it's like she's only like 22 now, but I remember even her, she was like that first generation, I think of uh, that, that generation, you know, and then it comes along this generation because what is it I mean really every 10 years I guess you can kind of re remark things and go okay you were born during this 10 I guess that's what they do I don't know I see you can't really pigeonhole it though until like you know 1980 to 1990 it's, it could be 1982 to 1990 do I make any sense whatsoever no that's why I have a show all right let's see here uh, what's next oh yeah the electric car thing do we even want to bother with that I don't mean like bother with it altogether. I just mean bother with it as a topic. No, I actually mean it the other way. I don't know. The electric car market heats up is what they're saying. Let's uh, let's run through this real quick and see if there's any truth to it. Secondhand cars listed for tens of thousands more dollars than new cars. Batches of vehicles selling out in minutes. Month-long wait times. Welcome to Australia's electric vehicle market. With the fuel prices... Everything's gone crazy. People are thinking about buying electric vehicles. And last year, a lot of people put it on the back burner. They didn't get them. Hold enough just to see what's going to happen, right? And then now these people realize they made a terrible mistake. And with soaring oil prices, supply chain constraints, all created by the government, by the way, so... You know, let's be careful how you, you know, what this narrative really is here, right? They're forcing us to the electric car market. EV producers don't tend to prioritize Australia because Australia hasn't prioritized EV adoption and doesn't have a strong set of incentives like other countries. Economics at the Australian National University say electric vehicle market is still small but growing. Last year 20,000 of them were sold here. Hmm. 20,000. Representing 2%. I mean it's still a small infinitesimal number even here in this country. How many electric cars are out there? What's going to happen with the charging stations? I mean what's the deal there? I mean I read you know it's like $2,000 to put a charging station in the average house. Two grand. So you have this extra expense right off the bat. So already $20,000 more than a, whatever car you were thinking about buying because it's electric. And now you got to do another 2000 Do you even have the electrical circuit in your house? That's probably why, because they probably have to rebuild the, uh, probably have to rewire like from all the way from the electric pole outside because you got to pick up some heavy amperage to be able to have that kind of heavy-duty charging on a regular basis to draw down on your power of your house, right? I don't know. I'm not an electrician. <laughs> Eggman Radio Addiction. We'll be back. Hey, you, 
1802. John Jameson found himself stranded in the unforgiving forest of Karna with an injured horse, a cart of his famous whiskey, and a pack of wolves even less forgiving than the aforementioned forest. Smoke billowed from the beast's nostrils as they closed in. Jameson was reluctant, but with his whiskey threatened, he had no choice. He took his dagger and plunged it right into a Kilkenny apple, using the slices to train that pack of wolves into a world-class dog sled team. The whiskey was saved, his horse recovered nicely, and Jameson even made it home in time for a lamb dinner. Where have you been? Your dinner's cold. But just as he feared, his wife saw the wolves and insisted they keep them. Old Jameson could be seen walking those wolves around Dublin for the rest of his days. Even though she promised they'd be her responsibility. Today's adventure brought to you by Jameson Irish Whiskey. Taste above all else. Taste responsibly. 40% alcohol by volume. Imported by the John Jameson Import Company. Purchased New York. Welcome back, Eggman Radio Addiction Program. Eggman on your radio, Ronnie James. U.S. life expectancy continues historic decline with another drop in 2021, right? The study finds that uh, life expectancy in the United States took another hit in 2021, furthering a dramatic decline from 2020. That was the largest since World War II, according to a Fox News report. No, just kidding. God, look at this picture of Jimmy Carter. Good Lord. A hundred. He's almost a hundred years old. Jeez. Where he lives now will make you sad. <laughs> Those little side ads on uh, websites are so ridiculous. Those, those, they're, they're traps. That's a terrible picture of Jimmy Carter. He's got a big old, he's got a black eye. Uh, teeth are rotted out. Who's taking care of this guy? He was a president of the United States, for God's sakes. The study on uh, life expectancy going down. And that's sad, too, because we have been such a so-called, like, health conscience, health cautious, conscious bunch of people, right? Supposedly healthy and eating vegetables now and everybody's working out and less people are fat. No. Nope, 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 nope. No, that's not true. So, you know, it, it is um, kind of sad. That we've done that to ourselves, you know. It is just unbelievable. And the mortality rate going down like that, I guess, total life expectancy because of COVID, they're trying to say. The Delta variant. <laughs> is it kind of just, you know, make you realize that uh, life is uh, special, right? That that's not what it took to practically lose everything. I see somewhere... Yeah, and they just keep, man, they can't let the COVID pandemic go. There's always still, is it going to be this way for the rest of our lives, I think? You know, they're just going to constantly be giving us little underling stories, underlying stories that COVID's going to come back and destroy the planet. Or are we the ones that are just sick of it and whatever? <laughs> Bring it on. Destroy the freaking country. Two-thirds of adults say they're okay if their child is lesbian, gay, bisexual, 
but only 50% are fine with their uh, kid being a trans. So you think about that. Two-thirds of U.S. adults would be okay if their child came out as a lesbian, gay or bisexual, but only 50% are okay with trans kids. That's two-thirds of all adults in the United States say they would uh, be totally comfortable if their child came out as lesbian, gay, bisexual. The poll released Thursday by the Trevor Project, a nonprofit group focused on suicide prevention and mental health for LGBTQ youth. The, they analyzed the overall knowledge, understanding, and comfort regarding sexual orientation and gender identity among U.S. adults. More than 2,200 respondents answered questions on family acceptance, personal knowledge of LGBTQ people, as well as the usage of pronouns and LGBTQ identity terms such as queer, pansexual, and non-binary. Heavy duty, man. Right? It's just... Uh, too much, man. More coaches are joining in on the uh, discrimination lawsuit in the NFL. Not surprising. A couple of like fairly no-name guys. I don't think I recognize any of the other black coaches other than, of course, the guy from Miami, Flores, the coach of the Dolphins, that uh, black man who uh, was the coach, I guess, two years. First year, they did pretty good. Second year, they did good. A two good team, you know, excellent coach. Seemed to me like an excellent coach. A product of, um, you know, the great uh, Bill Belichick from New England. And um, was proven out to be a great coach. But apparently there was some shenanigans going on behind the scenes. They were paying him to lose games. Offered him $100,000 the uh, a game or something like that, the owner. And uh, the Dolphins. And I'm a Dolphin fan. That's my team. Oh, yeah, we have the USFL starting. Uh, when is that? It's like next week, man, USFL. I think the Birmingham Stallions are playing the New Jersey Generals. Not 100% sure on those two teams, but be interested to see. There's a, That's the same USFL. Apparently all the same teams going back to the old 80s USFL. Interesting for people like me with no life whatsoever. <laughs> have nothing to do <laughs> find something else on TV to watch you know not really but so yeah man LBGTQ terms queer pansexual and non-binary parents are uh, much better okay with just your good old standard gay lesbian you know let's just keep it simple and you know what give them a break I don't give them all that extra stuff look dad I'm this look mom I'm, I'm that don't make such a big damn deal out of it Move on. Enjoy your life. That's a weird one to me. I don't know. I uh, just don't uh, care about that topic. I don't mean I don't care about it, but it doesn't. It's like just such a, there's so many more important things, man. Non-issue, bigger issues and that kind of stuff. It's just like, you know, it's like, but they keep, they, they want to move this up and up and up and up. You know, it's like they want to make these kinds of things more and more important because they want to sell that lifestyle, the left-wing liberal lifestyle, taking over the United States of America, right? What's going to happen to our great country? And we get back, we'll uh, cover something stupid in life to end the show. Eggman, Radio Edition. You are my fetish. 
Oh, the Indian takeaway. Over-ordering is never a mistake. You've got to have prawn puri and a taka dal and a garlic naan. But what if I go hungry? Mm, better get a Rogan Josh in as well. The delivery arrives. It's £93.48, love. Top. You stare in awe at the creaking stack of metal tins. Looks like curry for breakfast again. Magic! You crack open a bottle of ice-cold Cobra with a smile. <laughs> cobra. Brewed with less fizz to go perfectly with curry. Love curry. Love Cobra. When you came in, the air went out. And every shadow filled up with doubt. I don't know who you think you are, but before the night is through, I want to do bad things with you. Oh, yes. Eggman Radio Addiction Program, final segment on this Friday, April 8, 2022. All right, so who, my um, uh, headline of this story, uh, who the fuck is T.I., and why did he confront a comedian on stage, Right? Not like doing a story where you don't even know who the person is in the headline, right? I mean, it's like, okay, so T.I. Dare I even look him up? I don't have time. T.I. has confronted a comedian. Apparently, T.I. is a rapper, right? Comedian uh, on open mic night in Atlanta after she brought up sexual assault allegations. So a female comedian brought up these uh, sexual assault allegations leveled against this T.I. guy. I guess he's in the audience and he stands up. A 41-year-old rapper. You are washed up, dude, T.I. No one I know who you are. This T.I. was in the audience at our bar in Atlanta on Monday night when funny woman Lauren Knight, okay, I, she's, I think I know that name. She may have been on Joe Rogan. I'm not sure. That T.I. and his wife, Tamika Tiny Harris, Tamika Tiny Harris, drugged and sexually assaulted a woman in 2005. Hmm. According to T.I., the rapper, whose real name is Clifford Harris, was he was heckling her during her comedy routine, repeatedly yelling out from the crowd and telling her to take her wig off. That taunt prompted Knight to bring up the 2005 allegations, ho, 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 which did not go, uh, didn't go to trial due to the statute of limitations having ran out. Oh well, I said, I'll take my wig off when you speak on the allegations. <laughs> Addressing the incident. Holy crap. <laughs> so uh, T.I. grabbing a microphone and telling Knight as many times as you joke on that's effing something, I'm going to check your mother effing ass as long as it takes. Guy stormed onto the stage. And that's kind of scary because, you know, copycat incidents from the uh, – Will Smith thing? Hey, remember, you spend most of your time inside your own head. Make sure it's a nice place to be. Eggman, over and out. See you next week. That wraps up another Eggman Radio Addiction. See ya.